Welcome back to What's That About? This is Jules and we are on episode 7. We're almost finished with season 1. After this we have one more episode and then we are done with season 1. So episode 7 is Why Did You Leave? And this is regarding men and their children and why some men choose to walk away when the fire gets really, really hot and steamy and smoky. So over the years, I've heard many reasons why some men have walked away. And some of those reasons being the mother was mad. She was angry. You aren't in love anymore. She wanted too much money or she took you to court for child support. Um, I never heard any reasons being, well, the child didn't like me. The child didn't want a relationship with me at birth or at two or at four. I will say that children want their fathers, right? So I have um, been known to speak quite openly about the relationships between a father and his daughters. I think it's a serious, serious relationship. And um, I'm not saying that the relationship between men and their sons are not as serious. That's not what I'm saying. However, the relationships between a man and his daughter is so serious because we take that relationship or lack of relationship and we put it on our self-worth and self-esteem. We connect that to the very first man who was in our lives and who we thought would love us unconditionally. And when that hasn't happened, we search for that. And and some of us search for that forever. And some of us accept whatever from whomever searching for that. And then there are some men who then take advantage of the fact that we are searching for something that these men will never be able to fulfill. They could love us. They could protect us. But the relationship that we have always sought is solely and specifically connected to the father, not to the husband or the boyfriend or the baby daddy, right? As, as most would say the father of the child, the children that you make. So when men make decisions to leave based on the relationship being over, the relationship has ended, you are no longer attracted to the person or you have found a new boo thing or the family has caused problems, you have stepped out, maybe she has stepped out. Maybe she found a new boo thing, right? None of that should matter because what's important and what should be important are the children. And it is the children who are suffering. So why do we make these decisions? And I'm saying we, but I mean you, fathers. Why do you make this decision? Why do you make these excuses? And when has it become the white man's fault? Because I'm sure I'm not the first person who has heard this. 
And when I say the white man's fault, I'm talking about courts, right? Because apparently there's no black judges, which I know is not accurate. I know there are black judges because I know black judges and black attorneys. So I'm a little bit confused, sirs, about how the system is to blame for you not being in your child's life. So I will say this. Yes, there are some women who use the system as a tool to abuse and get back at the father for leaving her, right? Leaving the relationship. There are some. But most women, most mothers just want you to take care of your children. And furthermore, most mothers really just want a break. They want you to just come and get the kids sometimes on the weekend, you know, pick the kid up after school, spend some time with the child so that she can get a minute. Because if you guys don't know, do you know how difficult it is to use the bathroom with a child sitting on your lap? Or to take a shower or a bath with the child trying to climb in the tub with you. If there's no one there to help to parent the child, how does the custodial parent do the necessary things for herself or for himself, right? Because we, we have a lot of single fathers out here as well. So I don't I don't want to make it seem that it's only um men who leave however for today's purpose we're talking about fathers who walk away and then blame everybody else for why he left why he stayed gone and why the answer is i'm just gonna wait until my children are grown Well, the formative years have long gone by the time your child is grown. And the boyfriends who come into your daughter's lives and destroy them and abuse their spirit and break their soul is long gone by the time your children are grown. These are often situations that are unrepairable. They're unrepairable. You can learn coping skills to deal with emotions and situations. But the damage is often long done. And before you even try to teach something that should have been taught over time, you have to first develop a relationship with your child. Because you can't just come in, come back into somebody's life and say, hey, sit down, get out a notebook and a pen. Let me teach you this. Write this down. Number one, don't let boys abuse you. Number two, don't have sex at a young age. Number three, don't let boys hit you. Number four, don't, you, you can't just do all of those things. It's like, hi, let me introduce myself. I'm your dad. You're my daughter. I know you're 21, but it's okay. We'll just jump right in. We'll start from here. Doesn't work that way. And then what happens, sirs, is that your daughters take 
all of this heavy weighted luggage into relationships. And, you know, I'm not going to name the rapper's name, but, you know, there's a rapper who made a song about how God gets back at men by giving them daughters. I I, I know who the rapper is. I'm just not going to plug the name. But it's, I kind of, you know, it makes sense what he was saying. It makes sense. This was his interpretation of what was happening in his life and in the lives of, of friends and people, other guys that he knew who had children and, and who he knew had done some not so nice things to the women that they were with and to the children that they bore with these women. How has it become the child's problem or the child's fault that the relationship ended? It doesn't matter how the relationship ended. How has it become the child's fault that family members have butted into situations that they should not have? How is it the child's fault that the judge said, hey, you, you have to take care of your children? Well, didn't you know that you had to take care of your children? Was that not? a thought that, hey, I made this kid. Financially, I should help take care of this kid. Emotionally, I should be there for the child. This is my child. We have to stop blaming every system out there or everybody else for why we make the decisions that we make ladies and gentlemen and when I say we I include myself because there's nobody free from wrongdoing but there are people who have learned and tried to do better now I'm going to speak to you sirs personally we want our fathers we need our fathers there are conversations that need to be had there are hugs that need to be given there are tears that need to be wiped there are lessons that need to be taught There's time that needs to be spent. And when you walk away from the relationship, you have left a child empty. Now, I'm not saying that you should stay in a relationship that you're unhappy in, that's not working, that's not healthy. And it was something that just happened, right? People say, well, I don't know how she got pregnant. It just happened. I think... That even if you were not taught where babies come from, I think that by the time you're having sex, you kind of know where babies come from. So these things happen. We know you were drunk. She was pretty. She was really sexy. And she really wanted it. So I really gave it to her. Okay, these things happen. However it happened, it happened. But when a child is made, ladies and gentlemen, we have to put 
the nasty negative behavior aside and do what is best for the child. And when he has moved on, ladies, and he's with someone else, and even if you're wondering and questioning, well, he's doing everything now with somebody else, and why couldn't he do it with me? That is a question, but that is not a question for the children to have to pay the price for. Nor is that a question really that you even want him to answer for you. That is something that you have to work out with yourself, maybe in therapy, in groups, with God. But it is not for the children to have to suffer. If he is with someone new and she is someone who you believe or if he believes is going to keep your child safe when he is spending time with his children, let it happen. Don't let your family and friends convince you not to allow it to happen because your children are suffering. And you have to remember your children are not going to be children forever. At some point, they're going to grow. They're going to find themselves in relationships, whether they are in a healthy one or an unhealthy one will be determined based on the time that you allow and permit your children to have with their father. And sirs, when you walk away and she meets someone else who is stepping up and being that parental positive figure and role model in your children's lives let them don't block that don't block that because ultimately children do want their biological parents in and fathers but if that person is not able and not willing to be there and someone else is let them be there because ultimately you want what is best for your child That is what should be happening. That's what should be happening. We become better. We become more productive. We become more loving and lovable. When we have been given the love and affection from day one in our formative years. I know a lot of people have heard about formative years. Some people don't believe it. It's true. Think back to zero to five years and think about now and the decisions that you make and what they are connected to more than likely they are connected to situations feelings emotions and lack of getting and receiving during those formative years think back at the situations that you were in as a child And how still to this day you yearned for something that you did not get as a child. When you find yourself behaving badly, communicating badly, looking to get back at something that was done to you, get back at that person. That's coming from childhood. So when you're in relationships and you say, why is he acting? Why is she acting like that? 
There's a need that was not filled. So although I said earlier that things are certain things are unrepairable, there are situations where the father reintroduces himself into the child's life or the mother reintroduces herself into the child's life and a relationship is developed. It's a different kind of relationship, but it is developed. Sometimes you get some of your new needs met, but you can't go back in time to five years old or three years old or eight years old and get those needs met because you, you no longer have those very specific needs in the moment. You have new needs that mirror some of those needs that you had at eight, but they are not identical. But until you are willing to be honest and and truly apologize, it's not enough to say, you know, I know I was supposed to be there, but, you know, uh, uh, such and such and such and such and such person. And, you know, I know you don't remember that, but um, this is what. No, I don't remember. And she won't remember. And it doesn't matter. What matters is that you left. This is what happened in my life. And how do we move forward now? How do you make better choices now? How do you work on repairing yourself and your children? How do you teach moving forward? And again, please, 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 please. Don't try to teach unless you've learned. Please, if you are the same person that you were way back when, don't try to teach now because you will continue to inflict pain, internal pain. A broken arm heals, a cut heals. Internal pain, it's a lingering pain. So if you have not learned, do not try to teach now. Now, this episode might sound a little different from all the other episodes. It was my intention. It was my intention for my tone to be different, for it to sound different, because it's not fair to the children. It's not fair to the grown adults who are still living as the five-year-old and the eight-year-old and the 16-year-old who was yearning for something. It's not fair to the relationships that are broken now that are trying to co-parent children through times that are connected to bad situations because of the brokenness in that person. That has nothing to do with the person that they're with. We cannot continue to drag this baggage into our relationships. And we cannot continue to allow our children to suffer because we can't get it right. When women are searching for something, they continue to search. 
we're strong like that. We continue to search. And when we continue to search, we continue to introduce new uncles. You know what I mean when I say uncles, not really uncles, but that's how you introduce them. Hey, this is uncle such and such. No, we continue to introduce new people into the lives and spirits and souls of our children and of ourselves. Searching. Searching for something that we didn't get, that we should have gotten. So when you are walking away, think about not that child just today, but think about what and who that child is going to become 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years down the road and all the baggage that they are going to be lugging behind them. Have you ever seen a child like in pre-K or kindergarten going to school and the backpack is like the whole length, body length of the child and you're wondering what is in that backpack? That's huge. It's like maybe a composition book in there and a pencil, a number two pencil. Maybe their lunch. No, the lunch is usually in a lunch bag or a lunch box. So think about all the stuff, the emotional stuff that's going to be packed in that backpack on your baby's back. And they're just going to be lugging it around. That backpack is way too big. It's bigger than the kid. And they're going to continue to carry that around through life. The bag is just going to get larger. The issues are going to become more. They're going to become more painful and unbearable. It's not fair. Because I don't know a person yet who can tell me, you know, before I was conceived, I wrote a letter. I sent it to earth. And I said, hey, you and you, I want to be born. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Children don't ask. They don't make the choice. We make the decision. And it happens. So it is our responsibility to be the best. To be the best. Now, there's no perfect parents. I was not a perfect parent. I don't know any perfect parents, but we have a commitment and a responsibility. And when the relationship ends, that commitment and responsibility does not end. And if someone or some entity has to force you to understand that, again, it is not their fault because you had options to just do it on your own. But most children, they just want the time. They want the hug. They just want to walk with their daddy. They want daddy to push them on the swing. That's all. But when he's not there, (laughs) the prey is lingering. They are watching. Who is protecting this child? Who is making sure 
that this child is good, that this child is safe, that nobody is taking advantage. Who's there? Because mommy's working. Mommy's busy. Or if mommy's not working and mommy's not busy, mommy's still searching to get her needs fulfilled. Mommy's searching for her hugs. Mommy's searching for the lap to lay in and rub her and say, it's going to be okay, baby girl. Think about it. Think about some of the names that men call women, baby girl, ma. There's a reason for that. There's a reason. Now, some of you say, oh, everything's not connected to childhood. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's either connected negatively or positively, but it's connected. So, this is an episode that we will revisit in another season because I am sure that people will continue to have questions and comments. They will either agree or disagree, and that's okay because that's fine. We all have the right to our own views. But what I will ask is go out on a limb, try to think about things a little differently. If it will help you, someone else, and definitely your children. So men, please believe that we need you. We need you in the worst way from the very beginning, from day one. You know, people say you were my day one. Yeah, we want our daddies to be our day one. Our daddies, our fathers, the, the men who made us, not our daddies when we're 30 years old. That's our lover. No. We need you from day one. Please understand that. Please don't allow anybody to remove you from the lives of your children. Don't do it. So thanks for coming. We we didn't take a break today. I, I, I really wanted to go straight through with this because this is so important. This is so important. Please stand up for yourself. Stand up for your family. Please. If you don't do it, who will? So thanks for coming and I'll see you for episode eight. What's that about?